0: We're rolling.
1: We're rolling. All right. Hello, love.
0: Hello, dear. Good morning. Good morning indeed. Yeah. Invigorating
1: morning. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a good suggestion to go and uh hit that trail. I feel like uh my lungs are a lot a lot more open. Good. Um, I feel like I have energy to take on the day. <laughs> That's ideal. Uh, at least until we hit that dipping point between like <clears throat> twelve and two. Yes, so. indeed. So, yeah, you said you had uh, some fear you were trying to work through? Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that?
0: Yeah, so... Um, I think I have some fear that I'm needing to move through, and I'm glad that you're willing to come on here and talk through it with me, um, around repeating generational mistakes. Hmm. And... <clears throat> it's not super deep, but it it could be looked at as deep. It's generational mistakes in relation to, um, autonomy and Mm. particularly my hair. So what all these things have to do with each other. Well, okay. For those listening, um, I had locks for 16 and a half years of my life. Um, And we can get into the origin story about how I got locks in another episode, but of late, um, about a year and a half ago, I guess, Mm. almost two years, I guess I did my, I got a cut into a bob, but basically over the past two years, I've been transitioning my hair back to just being out and natural. And... I don't know how to take care of my hair when it's out and natural. I It's not something that I learned. Um, like a lot of black women, my mom um, did the best she could with what she had when she was managing my hair when I was a girl before I got locks um, and did the best she could with what she had to manage her own hair too. But back in the 80s, 90s, when I was being raised, you know, early 2000s, there weren't like a ton of YouTubers who were yeah. sharing about their natural hair regimes. Yeah. And it, it was not like a well-known thing, how to keep black hair healthy. Yeah. Um, it was more well-known how to damage your hair by straightening it and imitating um, colonial looks. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Never, use your imagination for what what you think that looks like. And so, I've been coming into myself and coming into a better understanding of that. I would not like my hair to emulate a colonial beauty standard, even through locks. I would like it to just be out and natural, but I don't know how to take care of it. And so I'm nervous because, you know, I had... My mom had perms, I had perms. My mom went natural, I went natural. My mom got locks, I got locks. <laughs> my mom took down her locks, I took down my locks. Mm. And she still maintains her hair out now. It looks nice, like a, a short fro. Um, and now she gets it done. But for a long time, she cut it herself, she cut her locks herself. And her hair would like be like uneven and stuff, but it like wouldn't matter because she would have it curly all the time. And I'm nervous because I really want to cut my hair. <laughs> I want to cut off some of the hair that um, has been damaged from combing out my hair in locks hmm. and then also from uh, pressing it so that I can, uh, flat ironing it so that I could uh, trim it a few times. Now I have heat damage on my hair. And so I'm like, I got to cut it off, but I don't want to cut it off and then repeat similar mistakes that I've seen women at my family make or other women that what I've are been around. those mistakes cutting it yourself and then and then always having to manipulate it so that you think it looks nice
1: I, I think I think the fear that I'm hearing is kind of rooted in um, are you going to do you feel you're capable of sustaining it
0: yeah I'm nervous about that yeah. I don't know I don't and, have a whole lot of belief in myself about it because yeah, I've never it's, done it before. Because
1: it's really it's really not about what it takes. There's a there's a probably several videos you can gather on. Probably. that will give you the shortcut to knowing exactly what to do. Every day. Like that's that information we know is out there. Yeah. But the biggest the biggest issue or fear here that you want to be looking at is once you get that knowledge, are you gonna want to follow through on it? Or are you just gonna go through the whimsical phase of this sounds it seems like a cool idea oh this is so cool they're doing it but then falling off right and so i think the biggest question is because ultimately when you when you watch these videos and and you realize how it's done Mm -hmm. the only thing that comes after that is are you willing to sustain that and that's really where the fear will probably enter its greatest state because now there's a level of accountability there that's going to be calling to you you have the knowledge but are you going to maintain what's probably going to be a daily or a weekly kind of regimen. It's probably weekly. But, you know, I would encourage you to at least take time instead of being in this um, analysis Mm process, take time to actually go and look to see what are the top five steps or the top three steps even that you can do at the bare minimum to cultivate healthy hair. Uh, And from there, you can ask yourself after that, the next step is, okay, do I want to do this or do I want to do two of the steps or do I just want to do one step and I feel confident. And so really I say source the information and then parse the information to see what works for you and your lifestyle and in your routines. Right. And I think in that space, the fear will probably go away in some ways, but I think it's important that you take time to be curious, to gather on it versus gathering on, Um, being curious about the old inputs that you've seen and that you've grown up with. Yeah. And that's why I hear a lot of, I hear a lot of those possibilities coming up into your dream right now. And so I think it's important that you go get a new download. Like you, you're good at that. You go, you source information, you come up with all kinds of great (laughs) ideas. And I think it's important you take that time to do that for this as well. That way you can create a new dream for yourself. And, um, then you can really ask yourself and compare Okay, wow, yeah. this is what maybe worked before or wow, I shouldn't have been doing this before. This is what works now, right? Yeah. But you need something to compare it to. And I would I would recommend that. I think that'll help you move forward with the decision whether you want to do it or not.
0: Yeah, that's this good advice. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. Yeah. I think <clears throat> a lot of the fear that I feel is rooted in having bad experiences at the hairdresser where um my agenda for my hair was overridden or I let it be overridden because Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I'm not the professional. So I just need to go along with whatever this other person is saying. And then I end up with damaged hair.
1: So your fear is with the people that are going to cut your hair.
0: My fear is either way I move, right? I'm either moving in a direction, you know, if I'd like to wear my hair out, I'm either moving in a direction of what you just Mm. said, which is autonomy, and responsibility to sustain my hair, or I'm moving in a direction of trusting somebody hmm. with my hair that okay. I'm like, Okay. Do I need am I okay to trust this person? Okay. Because I've had so many trash experiences. Yeah, let me <laughs> let me pause
1: you there. Let me pause you there. I'm smiling because I, I already see the theme here.
0: Okay. What's and so
1: the and so what it is is you don't trust yourself to hold your ground when people want to cut your hair.
0: Ooh. All Ooh. the
1: all the scenarios that you've had when people cut your hair. You've trusted them, yes. Yeah. You trusted them. Yeah. But the thing is, is you knew, um, at least the second time around, you already saw the warning signs and then you still went with it. And so the fear is you don't trust yourself to say, I don't want that. Don't do that. You know, that's, that's where the fear is rooted. It's in your inaction. You're afraid you're going to go in there and just not hold yourself to the standard that you want to abide by, you know, and... You know, there's ways I can assist in that process, but ultimately, you know, it, it comes down to you feeling that that way. If I'm not there and you're gonna go somewhere and have it chopped again for whatever reason, trimmed, you can trust yourself to show up and get the results you need. And that's where a lot of people generally get stuck
0: mm-hmm.
1: is we're so used to, like I said, outsourcing our autonomy, yes, having other people experience do things. But sometimes overriding our own value of what we want. Yes. It's cool. Someone's great at doing something; they do it all the time. But what I value may not fall in alignment with what you, that person might want to do, right? And so that's what I was kind of hearing, and I think it's I think it's important. But you know, it's like I said, if you're if you're looking to go to my barber, uh, it's definitely something I can prep him on so understands. But ultimately, end of the day, when it's all in the process, yeah, you be able to feel comfortable in yourself to be like, hey, this is too low, that's or hey. Take some off real quick, and then kinda see the mirror, and I'll let you know if I want more. It's taking control. And the thing is, is they're there to serve you. That's their job. And if they don't want to do that, then it's fine. They don't need our business. No. That, that's really the cut and dry of it. And there's myriad of places you can go, and someone's going to listen to you because they want your money. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and so you can trust capitalism <laughs> to get you the results you want. <laughs> but the thing is, you have to trust yourself first. Yeah. Um, and in that, you'll feel safe. Everything you think about when it comes to showing up anywhere, you will always will feel safe.
0: And that's the, this is so good. Thank you for this encouragement. Because mm-hmm. um, it's true. You know, I think I've, I've witnessed, like the I mentioned the women in my family, right, and the mistakes that they made. Pretty much all of them have come to some level of peace or acceptance about whatever hairstyle they like to wear and then being able to have the team or themselves, you know, their own um, skill sets, sharpen their own skill sets to produce the results that they are comfortable producing. And so they've come to resolution about that and I'm happy for them about that. But I realize that what I want to look like and what I want to feel like with my hair I don't really have a template for I have to kind of feel it out and try it out because I've had the better part of two decades where my hair has been locked up in another style. And so, or put away or whatever, underneath a protective style. And so I'm like, how do I want to look when I have no enhancements (laughs) to my hair? How do I want to look? How do I want to feel? I know how I want to want to feel, but I don't really know what that looks like. And so hmm. um, you're right. It's hard for me to trust myself to maintain a good boundary on help, helping other people uphold the image that I have for myself because I don't know what that image is. And I've had a history of violating mm. my own trust, yeah. you know, in, in the chair,
1: yeah, in, in the
0: beauty chair, salon chair. so. I have some, I have some work to do, I have some mm. images to gather on and some people to be inspired by and some research to do and, and trust how you feel in that process yeah, because
1: the things that you feel good about as you go through this vetting process, that's what you're going to take when you actually go on to get your hair cut. Mm. But yeah, it's about getting knowledge, you getting knowledge that you want to look for and then valuing pieces of that and then taking that with you wherever you go. Even if it's not on their chair, it could be like an event. Mm-hmm. Still value what you value. Never abandon.
0: <sighs> Thank you, Coach L. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That's my loving, or loving nickname for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big coach energy. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing today? Did you have any other things to talk about? That was my main topic, I think.
1: No, nah, yes. no, nah, it's good. I'm I'm glad that you shared it. and yeah. it was nice uh hearing hearing your concern and, and I love I love troubleshooting. You know, I used to build love building computers back in the day and troubleshooting computers, working for Geek Squad. Used to want to work in a PC repair shop, but you know, I think I really enjoy repairing and diagnosing um, you know, internal emotions or mm-hmm. The, the state and the thing is, is because you are honest with how you feel and express that, it's a, it's a joy for me to be able to extrapolate and diagnose. Just mm-hmm. like if I was looking at a, a computer, you know, is it the motherboard? Is it the graphics card? Is it the sound card? <laughs> you know, and and find out what's what's missing, what what needs to be added, what yeah. is the and so for me, it's I enjoy it. It brings me a lot of um, um happiness to be able to you know, solve the puzzle, but then me solving the puzzle, not just makes me feel good, but it also provides you a good result, um, which is, which is the goal. And so, yeah, yeah, it's cool. That's, that's really all I have though. But I, I enjoyed, um, uh, you, uh, processing what was going on and, um, sharing that with me.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for all, all of you uh, listeners who are hanging in with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's good to, to, be heard and be seen and be related to, you know, this is relatable for somebody (laughs) who's going through whatever they're going through, whether it's hair or body image or, Mm -hmm. uh, fashion or how you want to show up emotionally in the world, whatever you're going through. It's never too late to try and build trust with yourself and Mm -hmm. to build a filter for yourself so that you can sift through the noise and come down to what you really value Yeah, and build build a life from there.
1: No, it's true. So hang tight. Um, be love.
0: We'll see you all in the next episode.
1: See you next time.
0: Bye.